Our communion meditation is related to the Heidelberg Catechism, which we said earlier, uh, question and answer number two. But I'd like to look at <clears throat> uh, Scripture in 1 Peter chapter 2, if you'd like to learn, turn to that. 1 Peter chapter 2, verses 9 and 10. <clears throat> First Peter 2, 9 and 10. This is the living word of God. But you are a chosen, but you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, his own special people, that you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light, who once were not a people, but are now the people of God, who had not obtained mercy, but now have obtained mercy. Well, we read uh, as we uh, I asked you the question, what do you need to know in order to live and die in the joy of this comfort, which we uh, talked about in question and answer number one? Well, and the answer was, first, first of all, first, how great my sins and my misery are. We need to know that. In order to uh, live and die in the joy of this comfort we have now in Christ. Second, it said that we are, I am delivered from all my sins and misery. And then third, I am to be thankful to God for such a deliverance as that. So those three things. And every week when we come to the table of the Lord, when we partake of this communion meal, we are reminded of the truth of the gospel and of what we need to know in order to live and die in the joy of this comfort we have in Christ. And that we are not our own, but we belong to him. We are his own special people. We should recognize that as we come to this table every week. We are his own special people. And in the first part of the answer, again, question and answer, we're reminded of the immensity of our sins and of our misery because of them. The Westminster Shorter Catechism said that uh, the fall brought all mankind into a state of sin and misery. And then later, it described the misery a little bit this way. <clears throat> the larger catechism in even more detail. But the Shorter Catechism said, this is the picture of misery. All mankind, by their fall, lost, first of all, lost communion with God. Lost communion with God. How miserable is anyone who has lost that communion? So, first of all, by the fall, we lost our communion with God. Secondly, we are under his wrath and curse because of that. And so, we are made liable to all the miseries in this life because we live in a sinful world. Uh, to death itself and to the pains of hell forever outside of Christ. That is what we are liable to. And those are the miseries that we face. Romans 5 says, though one, through one man sin entered the world and death through sin, and thus death spread to all men because all men sinned. Romans 3 says it in even more detail about uh, the immensity of our sin. There is none righteous, no, not one. There is none who understands. There is none who seeks after God. They have all turned aside. They have together become unprofitable. There is none who does good. No, not one. Their throat is an open tomb. With their tongues they have practiced deceit. The poison of asps is under their lips, whose mouth is full of cursing and bitterness. Their feet are swift to shed blood. Verse 16 says, Destruction and misery are in their ways, and the way of peace they have not known. But our communion brothers and sisters in Christ, as we come to the table, our communion with God has been restored. And we remember it that each week in this uh, renewing of his covenant with us as we come to this table. We're reminded in the table as we see the elements 
representing his broken body and his shed blood and the cost of our deliverance from our sin and our misery. Our Redeemer sacrificed himself on the cross. He bore our sins in his own body on the cross that we might die to sin and live to righteousness, live for righteousness. By his wounds we have been healed, 1 Peter chapter 2 also. And so, finally, the third part of the, what we recited this morning is we're to be thankful. We're to be thankful for his deliverance from our sin and misery through the death and resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. That is how we should come to this table uh, each week, with thankfulness for his grace and his forgiveness. We give thanks by offering ourselves as living sacrifices, by acknowledging the Lord, uh, that he is the Lord, and praising him as our only redeemer. And so, brothers and sisters, as we partake of this communion meal, let's rejoice that we can have comfort in life and in death through the work of our redeemer, and uh, that we are saved, we are delivered from the penalty and the dominion of our sin and of its misery by Jesus Christ our Lord. Let's pray. Our Father in heaven, we praise you that whether in life or in death, we can have comfort because we are yours. We praise you that we have been delivered from our sin and misery by our Redeemer, Jesus Christ. And by his sacrifice, we are dead to sin and can live now for righteousness. And Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, we come now with thankfulness as we remember your mercy and amazing grace, and we rejoice in the comfort of the good news in the name of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen.